Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk About It. So I know I said I wasn't doing any recaps this year, but I'm not doing recaps by month. I'm doing recaps by a quarter. So every three months I talk about what's changed in my life and how I've grown from situations. So it is currently, no, not April. It is March 30th, the day that I'm like officially recording this intro episode, but this is a long episode. Sit down, grab your popcorn. It gets juicy eventually. I promise. It gets sad eventually. But change and growth is important, and I think it's time that I highlight it. Keep listening. I don't know. Go crazy. The beginning of January was very rough. Um, I'm just going to blame it all on Mercury retrograde. But I had a lot of communication issues in all of my relationships and there were a lot of times where I felt down and upset and I was emotional and crying and just very much out of it and in a way that I'm not normally like and it was difficult for me especially to understand like hey things that are going on around me are kind of my fault and I kind of need to take responsibility for that and I feel like one thing that I learned a lot about this month is how to take said responsibility and the steps to take. I also learned that it's okay for what you want in life to change. It's completely fine. If I wanted to be a mother for so long and in January I've never wanted to be motherless I want to be a dinkwack, spelled D-I-N-K-W-A-C, stands for double income with no kids, with a cat. Um, yes, so double income, no kids, with a cat, dinkwack. Um, kind of my life goal. Um, also, one thing that changed was... A while ago, I really wanted to be a meteorologist since, like, fifth grade. I was really interested in meteorology. And now all I want to do is be a journalist. And I feel like it is okay that my goals change. What I want to be when I grow up changed. My dream school changed. The classes that I'm taking next year changed. My passions, things that I want to do in my life that I think are fun changed and that's okay my hair changed (laughs) and there are still things that stay consistent and I'm very glad they stay consistent but there are a lot of things that did change and change is not bad and that's one thing that I had to really adapt to this month was that it is okay for things to change and things will change all throughout your life it's just how you deal with the change also I feel like growth is something that's super important in just character development that sounds so weird to say character development but I had an individual reach out to me in January and basically apologize for all the ways that they hurt me and upset me and how I really taught them a lot. And 
after reading that message, I had made peace with the situation beforehand. I have already moved past it. I had come to terms with it on my own time. Because that's just what I do. I don't necessarily need an apology to survive. Especially when I deserve an apology. And this is one of the situations where I did deserve an apology. And it took a year and a half to get it? Question mark? I don't really know how long it was. But I had already forgiven them, so I had no problem accepting that apology. And the fact that they had the ability to grow and learn from their mistakes enough to understand, hey, what I did to this person was really shitty of me, and I feel like I need to apologize. And there's a lot of people who don't have that capability to apologize, and they'll never grow to know how to apologize. I'm insanely proud of the person that did, and I told them that. I was like, thank you for apologizing. I'm really proud of your growth, because I know that you probably (laughs) wouldn't do this if it was you at this time last year, and I really appreciate you. And that was that conversation. And then they went, I just want to be a better person. And I believe that there are two steps to becoming a better person. One is wanting to become a better person. And two is trying to become a better person. Because I'm not going to lie to you, we do shit things all the time. We fuck up all the time. And even though I try my best to be a good person, there are still situations that I look at where I'm like, hmm, damn, I wish I handled that better. And I feel like she had one of those moments of being like, hmm, damn, I wish I handled that better and came back and apologized, which is how we grow as human beings. And it's what we're supposed to do. And growth doesn't happen overnight. Change like that doesn't happen overnight. Change is good, but it's also good to remember that, hey, you're going to struggle with things and it's really hard to break quote unquote bad habits and trying to become a better person has a lot more I don't want to say stigma but it sounds like it's a super super hard thing to do but becoming a better person simply means trying to be a better person and trying to handle situations calmly patiently trying to fix your communication skills that's what trying to become a better person is And by doing that, by advocating for that, you are automatically becoming a better individual. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people don't understand. Because I have no problem giving as much grace as possible, knowing that someone is trying, knowing that somebody wants to be a better person, and they're not just, like, using that as an excuse to be a horrible individual and being like, oh, well, I'm trying to be a better person. And they're not. And... I can just really tell that these people, this specific person was trying. And again, I'm insanely proud of them for coming forward and talking to me about it. Um, and being like open and honest. I'm very proud of them for that. I put something in my notes after this happened because I was like, I want to talk about this on the podcast. But like, I'm obviously not going to say their name. That'd be a huge invasion of privacy. Um, yeah. So I'm just going to read it. I recently had someone who I believe deserved me an apology apologize. 
which, yay, great, I'm glad I got that apology. I already made my own piece of the situation, so I was fine with forgiving them. They apologized because they were trying to become a better person. Completely respectable. I believe there are two steps to becoming a better person. One, wanting to be a better person. And two, trying to be better. The growth, acceptance, peace, joy, and passion will come with. You will not be perfect, ever. You will still have situations that you wish you could have handled better, but part of the journey of becoming a better person is acknowledging and knowing you could have handled the situation differently so you know how to effectively communicate and apologize to those individuals. And when that situation happens again, you know how to effectively communicate in those situations. And I feel like that is something that when I wrote it, I sat there and I was like, that is so profound. And as I'm reading it again, I'm like, that is so profound. Because it really shows that in trying to become a better person, you find growth and you find peace, not only with others, but within yourself. You find yourself less angry, less annoyed, and honestly more proud of yourself that you have the capability to apologize and to move forward and have positive things happen in your life. And allowing that to happen without having to really stress about things. You know what I mean? I don't know. And I feel like part of becoming a better individual also has to do with who you're, what media you're consuming and who you're spending time around. If you're spending time around people that are really mean and negative, you're automatically going to feed off their energy. And whenever they're gossiping and being mean and tearing down others, you're automatically going to be associated with them. And I'm saying that as someone that was friends with those people. And since then, I'm not friends with other people. Okay? like to make that known. Clear the air. I was friends with Mean Girls for a very short period of time. And I'm really glad that I'm not friends with them anymore. But because of it, I will always have the negative association that I'm a bitch. Um, I also kind of walk around with the most raging bitch face ever. <laughs> like, I have people who one time was like walking through ca- the cafeteria and some girl went, oh, she looks like a bitch. <laughs> and I turned around and they went, oh, I think she hurt me. <laughs> um, and I think it's just like, I have tried becoming a better person and I feel like in many ways I've succeeded in becoming a better person because I'm trying and I'm actively listening to people and I'm trying to make a difference in the world, not only to benefit myself, but mainly to benefit others and help others in communicating, being vulnerable, allowing themselves to make mistakes and allowing themselves to forgive themselves for making said mistakes. And I feel like that's extremely important is in becoming a better person to recognize when you made mistakes, to be able to forgive yourself for making them. To be able to be like, yeah, no, I was a douchebag in that situation and that should not have happened. And next time this situation might arise, I can do X, Y, Z to prevent it. I could not say X, Y, Z. And things like that are really, it's character development and it's growth. And that's insanely good. And I feel like a lot this month I've had to over communicate with people and be like, hey, I need XYZ. And it's not because you're showing me in this in any way. Like, I need reassurance right now. And it's not at all like I feel like you don't like me. 
it's not at all something that you've done to make me feel this way. It's just something that I currently need in this moment. And having that person give me reassurance that they still love me or that they're still, they still want to be my friend. And yeah, sometimes that's a lot, but sometimes that's what you need. And being able to effectively communicate that is amazing. It's such a high level of growth and importance. And I'm really glad that I have learned that skill now. Yeah. Something else changed, and that was harder than I thought it was going to be. And it was a breakup. <laughs> and, you know, when you have someone in your life for four months, it's hard. Especially because I feel like I lost a lot of myself in that person, and it's not at all their fault. But I'm at the point of the breakup where I'm no longer super confident in myself. I'm no longer super in love with who I am and confused on who I am as well because it's just like I feel like I spent so long on being like I'm never gonna let anyone make me feel that way I'm never gonna let anyone make me relate to Tolerate It by Taylor Swift I'm someone that I don't care if I'm taking up space and I feel like I changed a lot of who I was and a lot of the dynamic of who I am in that relationship, and I hated it. I hate... No, I don't hate our relationship at all. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I hate how I felt after it ended. I hate how I feel right now. And it's like... I don't remember a lot of February, but February taught me that whenever your intuition is telling you that you need to end something, when you need to leave something, to end it, to leave it, Because the thing is, the way that I felt and how long I felt that way, I knew that that feeling would progress and only grow as that relationship continued. And it was best to just end it. And I heard someone say, if you don't have a good enough reason to stay, then that's a good enough reason to leave. And at the end of the day, the bad started to outweigh the good. The good stopped being there. And that doesn't mean that he's not a good person. That doesn't mean he didn't love me. That doesn't mean he didn't try to love me. Just wasn't the way that I needed to be loved. And that's okay. A part of me grew. And in that part what my needs were and what my standards were grew. And it's not his job. It's not his life goal. It's not any of my partner's life goal to meet my standards. I also have to work on reaffirming myself that, hey, do I have really high standards? Yes. Are my standards too high to the point that I'm unlovable? No. They're not. And that's just something that I think is really hard to deal with because it's like I need verbal like reassurance, affirmations. I literally thrive off of words. And that's another reason why it's so hard to be such a sensitive person is because 
especially like a high schooler and being a sensitive person because there's so many rumors swirling around about me and my breakup and it's like no I am single I am not in a talking stage with anyone I am doing things that make me feel happy I'm hanging out with my fucking friends and hearing rumors swirling hearing what people are saying about me make me feel awful and it makes me believe them especially in a time where I should be healing where I should be focusing on myself and working on myself I'm too fucking worried about what Bethany from second period is saying about me there's not a Bethany in my second period I swear at least I hope there's not if there is I'm not attacking you I swear and I feel like in the change in the growth of a breakup you your standards rise who you are as a human being changes and it's for the good I don't hate him I don't love him either it's really weird for your relationship to change ever It's really weird for any relationship to change because you look at people you know and now it's just that person. It's no longer like, oh, that was my best friend or, oh, that was my partner. It's just like, oh, that's that person's name. Like, I look at him and I no longer go, that's the love of my life. I look at him and he's just him. And that's such a hard pill to swallow. Because it's like, you know so much about my life. And I look at you and you're just you. I look at me and I don't necessarily love what I see. I don't necessarily love who I am at the moment. I don't really know who I am at the moment. Because before I got into this relationship, I sat there and I was like, I'm never going to let anyone ever make me feel awful. And there were times in that relationship where he did make me feel awful. It was never intentional. But there were points in that relationship where I felt awful. And I feel like... I feel like I disappointed a really big part of myself. And I feel like the dynamic within myself and my confidence and how I live my life is changing. And I don't like that. I don't like watching my life change for the worst. I don't like having an anxiety attack on my bathroom floor to the point where I'm throwing up at 11 o'clock at night. I don't like that. I don't like feeling that way. Change is hard and change is scary and I know that right now this sucks. I know that right now my confidence is in the toilet. I know that right now everyone and their mother has something to say about me and how I'm living my life and what I am doing. But at the end of the day, I cannot control people's minds. What they're saying, what they're doing. You can't control other people's actions, but you can control what you're doing and how you're responding to it. 
And when you're me, the way you respond to it is by fucking crying. (laughs) And listening to a lot of Taylor Swift. Like, I swear to God, I think the Evermore album is just, like, vomited. Like, I hate being this people that's like, she wrote that song about me. But she wrote so many of those songs from Evermore about me. I was here, I'm like, damn. That sucks. <laughs> like, it's time to go. Tolerate it. <laughs> You're gonna make me cry. Champagne problems. You're really gonna make me cry. Happiness. Oh, happiness. There's, like, certain lyrics from each, like, song that, like, stick out. And I'm like, damn. Damn. No one teaches you what to do when a good man hurts you, but you know you hurt him, too. Sometimes giving up's the strong thing. And I think all of Tolerate it. Like, I sit there and listen to Tolerate, and I'm like, oh. Girl. (laughs) Damn. And then there's so much, like, just, like, shit that's happening right now that I don't love. And I don't know how to change it. I don't know how to change that dynamic. And that's okay. I don't know how to necessarily fall back in love with myself other than just to try to. And I feel like I just bringing back a lot of my old sayings and a lot of my old things that got me through every day like the thing that I always say is you don't need people you want people and I think COVID really brought that out of me because while it's good to ask for help and you should be asking for help and reaching out to people you don't need people to survive we are made to be self-sufficient to an extent And functional human beings by ourselves. It's why we, like, pretty much have a conscience. So we can, like, think for ourselves. And make our own decisions. But we don't need people. We want people. I don't need that man to live. I don't need my best friend to live. I don't need anyone else other than myself to exist. But I want those people. I want my best friend. I want people in my life. I want to ask for help. Those are things that I want. And... I want to also be able to have inner peace, but I also want to have outer peace. And it's really hard to find a good balance of both. Oh, another song lyric that really, really, really fucks me up is... It's something along the lines of the hardest way to like, oh God, I have to find it now. It's the lyric from Taylor Swift in High Infidelity, and it says, you know, there are many ways you can kill the one you love. The slowest way is never loving them enough. 
And I feel like that doesn't just apply to this breakup. That doesn't just apply to my friendships and my friendship breakups. But that applies to myself. The slowest way to hurt myself is by never appreciating myself and never loving myself enough. And it's really hard for me right now to be loving myself knowing that I've hurt someone I loved. But that doesn't mean that I'm not hurt either. I had someone sit there and like talk about my breakup to someone else and go, oh, she broke his heart. Do you not think it broke mine too? Do you not think I'm upset as well? And that hurt my feelings. And I legitimately sat on the floor and cried. And it's just frustrating. It's really fucking frustrating. Because I don't know who I am anymore. And I feel like I let down the girl I was in October. I feel like I really let her down. I know that everything will be okay. It just doesn't feel okay right now. Florence Puge once said that when her first love broke up with her and she was crying, screaming, throwing up on the bathroom floor, her mother came to her and said, it'll hurt one millimeter less every day. And she's like, yo, mom, the fuck? One millimeter, that's like nothing. Like, tomorrow it's going to be two millimeters? That's, that's not a lot. But when you think about it, down the line, a year from now is 365 millimeters. And that hurt will be gone. That pain will have subsided. I don't hate him. Actually, I very well could. <laughs> but I don't. I don't want to. I feel like one of the hardest pills to swallow is just he's a good person. He's just not my person. And I also feel like people need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> if I'm friends with guys who cares if most mornings I'm sitting in the car with a guy who's my friend am I not allowed to do that I'm sorry who made you the boss of me last time I checked what I'm doing is none of your business I don't understand why it's being talked about last time I checked just because I'm friends with a guy doesn't mean I'm fucking him Putting that one out there so bluntly. So bluntly. I'm single. I don't like myself. I'm not going to get in a relationship right now. 
I'm working on me for me, not for anyone else. I'm working on me because I need to be working on me. And eventually I will be okay and eventually I will feel that confidence again. But right now I just don't have any. I don't feel like I'm going to ever be worthy of love or find anyone that's ever going to love me the way I want them to love me and give me what I need. And I said in September I would rather die alone than settle for less. And I still agree with that statement. I would rather die alone, be a crazy cat lady, than lower my standards. But I also have to protect my peace right now. I also have to be making smart decisions. (laughs) And trusting myself. And before I can get in a relationship, I have to build myself back up. I have to... This is going to sound so melodramatic and so, like, like I'm blaming this person for, like, ruining me when in reality I'm the one that drove myself to the point of ruining myself. Okay, making this statement known, it is not his fault that I feel the way that I feel right now. It is not his fault that my confidence is in the toilet. It's just not. I did that to myself and I'm going to get myself out of it. But I have to learn to feel pretty again without any makeup on. I have to learn how to feel smart again. Because even when people are like, oh my god, you're so stupid. As a joke, it still hurts. I still hate whenever people do that. And it's so frustrating because everyone does it. Like, all the time they're like, oh my god, girl, you're so stupid. I have no idea how you're in this class with me. And I'm like, thanks. Thanks, Bethany from second period. Really hoping I don't have a Bethany in my second period. Watch someone, like, name Bethany, like, transfer into my second period. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> and I feel like the change that I need in my life right now is building my confidence back. The change that I need in my life is liking myself again. Going to the gym more because it makes me feel good, not because I feel like I need to go to be skinny, to be strong. Because it makes me feel good. I PR'd. I was so mad I PR'd. Okay. I was so upset at everything that I I did a 35-pound goblet squat. And I know that doesn't sound like a lot to you, but I'm like 5'3 and hundred two pounds. So it's a lot. <laughs> and then I had someone be like, yeah, I can goblet squat 100 pounds. And I was like, shut up. Did I ask? And JK, I was like, I'm really proud of you. Thanks, bud. Um, but it's just really hard to, like, know that I want to change into loving myself again and not necessarily knowing how to do that other than 
I don't know how to build my confidence back up right now. I feel like I can keep doing self-care and I can keep saying my affirmations, but how long until it works? And that's just really difficult for me to, like, swallow. That's what she said. (laughs) Sorry. But it's really difficult for me to, like, sit here and be like, damn. I kind of hate who I am right now. I don't feel smart. I don't feel pretty. I don't feel like I'm strong enough. I don't feel like I am ever going to be worthy of love. I don't feel like I'm a good enough Christian right now. I don't feel like I'm on the right path. I don't feel like I know who I am anymore. I feel like I've disappointed myself. I feel like I'm too much for everyone around me. I don't feel good enough. But at the same time, it's not like I want to relapse. It's not like I want to die. I just don't want to be who I am right now. I don't want to feel like this. And the only way to not feel like this is to change. And I just don't know how to spark that change. Yeah. So, January taught me that change is good. And February taught me that change is hard. Let's see what March teaches me. It is March 26, 2023. Um, and it's not like... You can't put yourself on a timeline for growth. And you can't prepare yourself for every kind of change in your life. But I really wish that I could set a timeline of being like this is when I want to be over it but that's not real that's not true it's really difficult because it's like I don't know who I am therefore I don't know the next step I don't feel like I'm growing because I don't know who I am and how to get to the level of growth that I want to be at (sighs) And that's really difficult for me. Because every time I mention it to someone, they're like, oh, well, you're strong and you're confident and you're bold and brave and courageous. And I was like, I don't feel like I am anymore. I'm not over situations I want to be over. I'm not over people that I want to be over. These people are still in my dreams. These people are still active in my life. But at the same time, I literally do not have friends right now. I literally don't have anyone that I feel like I can talk to about how I'm feeling without them saying I'm sorry. No, I don't want you to tell me I'm sorry. I want you to tell me how to fix it. And you can't do that. Therefore, I don't want to tell anyone about it. But I don't know who I am right now. I don't know what my next move is. I just feel like everything's moving backwards. I don't want it to move backwards. I want it to move forwards. 
I want to know who I am again. I want to love myself again. And I don't. I don't love who I am. And what. I don't know who I am. I can't embrace myself when I don't know who I am. And everyone's just like, what's wrong? And like, everything just feels really heavy right now. And I want to let it go. But I can't. I just want everything to just stop. I want everything to be okay again. But I don't know how to make it okay again. So I feel like it's my job to make everything okay. And to make people feel okay. But why can't I do that when it's myself? Why can't I do that with cat? I do that with everybody else in my life. But I can't do that with myself. I don't know who I am and what I represent. I just don't. It is March 28th at 6.18pm. I'm currently in my car. I just got back from rehearsal. I had therapy yesterday and... I feel like a lot of times I go to therapy just to talk about things that I know are true and to make sure that other people that know more than I do and know more than your average teenager and have studied in school, like, hey, what you think and what you're saying is correct. What you what you think and what you're saying is the right way to handle things, blah, blah, blah. I feel like I go to therapy simply just to have, like, reassurance that what I'm doing is okay and how I'm doing it is okay and things that are happening in my life are okay, even though sometimes they don't feel okay. Um, but my therapist, I told her the whole thing of me being like, well, okay, so first I like went in this deep dive, everything that happened since we had like last talked, everything that happened between me and my friends, blah, blah, blah. And then brought up the whole, I don't really know who I am anymore. And It's not that I'm not trying to because I'm doing all the self-care. I'm reading books about it. I'm trying to become the person that I want to be. I'm just not there yet. And she was like, well, you're doing everything you can. Why are you so upset with yourself when you're doing everything that you can to become the person that you want to be? Because at the end of the day, the people that are being rude and calling you names and posting on social media... And just being absolute bitches, they don't define you. You define you. You let what people say and do and think, you can't let it define you. Just because Bethany from second period thinks you're an absolute whore doesn't mean you are. You get to label yourself that by saying that, I guess, I don't know, 
if you want to label yourself as that, you can. I personally think calling people sluts and whores is unnecessary. And I'm going to say something that's going to sound very controversial, especially considering the next sentence I'm about to say. I need an oil change. Sorry, I'm sitting in my car and I just saw that I need an oil change yesterday. I needed an oil change yesterday. Okay, but I think it's stupid that we call people sluts and whores knowing that sex is made for pleasure and not for shame. That's it. That's it. That's the whole sentence. We shouldn't call people sluts and whores because sex was made for pleasure and not for shame. Who gives a flying fuck if Tiffany from fourth period was in Beckham from third period's card this morning? Who gives an actual fuck? I don't. I don't care what you're doing with who. It's your life, not mine. If you're one of my close friends, I will question you on that decision and make sure that you understand the choice that you're making and being like, is this something that's going to benefit you? Okay, go for it. If it doesn't work out, I'll still be here with cookies and ice cream. That's it. That's as as much as I'm willing to provide for that. But I'm choosing to let things define me, such as the phrases, you are a Christian. I am a Christian. I'm not going to let anybody call me a bitch or a whore or a slut. I'm not trying my best to not let that define me. I'm trying my best to not let the labels worthless define me, the labels annoying, the labels too much, the the labels of liability. I'm trying to make those not define me and have me define me because I am a Christian. I want to feel confident again. I want to feel strong again. I want to feel smart again. And the only way I can do that is by taking care of myself and further proving that to myself. And I feel like in these past three months, this first quarter, is it a quarter? Yes, this first quarter of the year, I've learned a lot and gone through a lot and done a lot and said a lot. I've loved a lot and I've lost a lot. January, I was in a happy, healthy relationship. I had people coming out of the woodwork and being like, hey, I'm sorry I did X, Y, Z to you. I still had my confidence. February, I was still in that relationship. I lost my confidence. I lost who I was because I was giving it to this person, even though they didn't ask me to do that. And it's not their fault that I gave them myself because I said, here's everything I have to offer. And they took it as they rightfully should. But now I have to chase and get it back. But I'm not blaming them for that. Because I can't find my worth in somebody else. I have to find my worth within myself. And I sat there for a very long time, for like two weeks after our breakup, being like, who am I without this person? Like, because everyone's like, you're so perfect together. You guys complete each other, blah, blah, blah. You're this other side of him, blah, blah, blah. But he was a side of me that I didn't like anymore. He was a side of me that was sad and hurt and insecure and I have to bring that back for myself 
He didn't make me feel that way on purpose, and I'm not mad at him. There's, there's no anger right now. There's no resentment right now. I don't think there ever will be. I feel like this is the definition of protecting my peace. I feel like this is the definition of growth. Is leaving a situation and knowing how much this benefited you in the long run. Understanding that, hey, this hurt you. This hurt somebody else. Lots of things hurt right now. But you got through it. You will continue to get through it. lot changed. My hobbies changed. My friends changed. My relationship changed. I changed. I go to the gym now like three times a week. And it's not just to be like, oh, I'm going to go do Pilates, which I really wish I could do Pilates, but all the Pilates classes are like at eight in the morning. And I'm like, I have school. How dare you? But I go and I lift heavy weights because it's what's going to benefit me and make me happy it's going to make me feel strong I'm studying and working my ass off so I can feel smart and it's benefiting me and that is the change that I've made in my life and that is positive change but I can still understand that hey some of the things that I've done leading up here caused negative change in my life Some of the things that I've done here have caused negative change in my platonic and romantic relationships. Some of the things that I have done and said were not okay. And that I cannot change, but I can forgive myself for doing it and I can move on from it. But the only way that I personally can forgive myself is to feel that pain, feel that anger, yell about it, and then cry about it. And I can apologize when necessary. I will not apologize in situations for things that I know in the long run I will not, like, regret or be sorry about. Like, if I'm setting a boundary with someone, I will not apologize. If I'm asking for respect, I will not apologize. Things like that I won't apologize for. But if I, like, run into you in the hallway and be like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Or, heaven forbid, I hit your car oh my god, I'm so sorry. Um, that's honestly pretty likely. I'm not a great driver. Um, but also I think it's okay to understand that some things haven't changed. Like my driving skills, for instance, they have not changed. The fact that my anxiety on some days is really good and other days it's really bad is not, has not changed. The fact that the best way to maintain my anxiety is by wearing fake nails so I can't pick up my lips. That hasn't changed. My makeup routine hasn't changed. My friends have changed. My relationships have changed. My faith has gotten a lot stronger. I'm really glad that changed. That's a positive change that happened is I've gotten a lot closer to God and I know that I shouldn't really bring religion into this podcast, but at this moment, I am. (laughs) Um, And I know it's not for everybody, but I honestly feel like some days, and I can make up and just be like, Lord, I really don't want to feel anxious today. It 
helps me manage some of my anxiety some days. And that's just something that works for me. And that may not work for everybody. Not telling you what to believe. I'm just saying it works for me. Um, but yeah. Growth is something that everybody goes through. Change happens. And growth comes from it. And sometimes things don't change. And you can still grow from that situation. And that growth will change your situation. Growth and change go hand in hand. And yeah, life is hard. But this is a season. Thank the people in your life for stopping by. Change is hard. Growth is harder. And when you make it through it, you'll come out stronger. This has been another episode of Talk About It. I'll see you guys next week.